Who cares? Google Podcast App, Podcast Star Radio, Tune Radio, the Podcast App, Beaker, Spotify, and Go Overcast. Here we go. It's the Carson's Court Show. It's a beautiful Wednesday in Virginia Beach. Welcome to the Carson's Court Show, where the scales always tip in favor of sports. All right. Well, let me say this. You know, sports is always interesting to me because there's always you always have this. There's a great, super good offensive coordinator or assistant coach. But once they become the coach, things get a little iffy. Right. Unproven, um, inexperienced. But the great offensive coordinators, great defensive coordinators, great special teams, assistant coach, linebacker coach, very good. And I said this about uh, Brian Flores. I said, look, he's a great head coach. If I'm Minnesota, I am grooming him to be the new head coach of the, in a few years. Uh, I think he could be a head coach tomorrow. Um, there's other guys that I don't think are head coaches. That's okay. They're great offensive coordinators, great defensive coordinators, but they're not head coach. And that's what the situation I thought was with the Denver Broncos last year. On paper, and this is what I'm, I'm kind of getting this out of a few other teams in, in the NFL this year. Maybe the Jets, um, is, is one. There's a few other teams. Great. The Browns, very good on paper. Roster's good. Got a superstar quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Uh, superstar quarterback, Russell Wilson. Good receivers, good defense. Prove, unproven head coach. So I saw this the other day, and I thought it was a very interesting story. Uh, Sean Payton on Nathaniel Hackett's season with the Broncos. And, he, and this, is what, this is what it was quoted saying. Uh, it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in history of the NFL. There's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed, tolerated in the freaking training rooms, the meeting rooms, the off offense. I don't know. I don't know. Hackett. A lot of people had dirt on their hands. It wasn't just Russell. He didn't just flip. He still has it. This BS that hit the a wall. Shoot, they couldn't even get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. So that's Sean Payton, great proven head coach. Good, Did well with Drew Brees and the Saints. Going to Denver, and this is what he said about Nathaniel Hackett. And uh, in the Broncos season last year. And, and it's very interesting to me because... You know, I, and I said this when it happened. People were all over the Denver Broncos. Some had them winning the division. Some had them finishing second. I had them finishing third. I said, look, on paper, this team is great. Denver, the city of Denver, who's a beautiful city, beautiful Colorado, uh, you would have thought it was Peyton Manning, Super Bowl 50, the same uh, standards as with it was with Peyton Manning with Super Bowl 50. And I'm sitting back listening to all that saying, okay, you got to go to a great offense. I think Judy is a great receiver. 
Then you have a good running back, good offense. Now, the offensive line was shaky, obviously, but a good quarterback with Russell Wilson, great defense. I said that for years. Denver has one of the best young defensive cords in the game. Um, I said, and but one thing, obviously, somewhat good ownership, I think, uh, but obviously one missing piece. And I said it, and I said, that's what, that's my hold up on Denver. I didn't think they would be that bad. But I did think they would finish third. Didn't know about the playoffs. It's not Russell, folks. It's not. It, I, I, it's my and Nathaniel Hackett's great offensive coordinator. Great off. Going to do well with the Jets. I think he'll return to what he was in, with Green Bay. Great offensive coordinator. Works very well with Aaron Rodgers. But I said it when it happened. It was an Aaron Rodgers move. It was let's get Rodgers in denver then that didn't work so they said okay let's get russell wilson it was not that was not the strip to get that never that was not denver's plan let's get nathaniel hackett then russell wilson no it was get nathaniel hackett become a, a piercing of a landing place for russell wilson or for aaron Rodgers, excuse me and and that was the plan so I never really bought into Denver being good, not or not great. I guess I thought they would be good. I didn't think they would be great because you have an unproven head coach who probably, if you would have asked Nathaniel Hackett who he wanted, he probably would have said Aaron Rodgers, and that's it. It was a wrong move to get Aaron Rodgers, not Russell Wilson, and it was an unproven, very good offensive coordinator as head coach. Now you have Sean Payton, very much of a head coach, very much of a strict keep the ship steady type of player, a coach, excuse me, did well in New Orleans, very good with Drew Brees, kept that very clean. Now going to Denver, now I think Denver's a playoff team. At least I think they will be in it week 17. Last year, I said, look, it's a tough division, tough conference, unproven head coach, and Aaron Rodgers move. Don't buy it. This year, they seem like they could be in it week 17. I said this for a few weeks ago. Week 17, it's going to come down to Pittsburgh, Baltimore, the Jets, and the Broncos for that one playoff spot. And I think, I think because of the schedule, how I, I looked at the schedules, I think Pittsburgh will get it, but Denver is taking steps in the right direction. Again, Russell Wilson, now Sean Payton in the room, tight ship, keep the ship steady. Denver will be very good this year, and I think they'll finish above 500 in a very tough conference and division. I mean, the Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, I think all three of those teams will finish above 500. So it's a very tough division. And I think they've – my guess is they finish third. My guess is it goes Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos. I could go Broncos over the Chargers. I could see that happening. But Denver fans, you got a real coach in Sean Payton. Nothing against Nathaniel Hackett. Some offensive coordinators, some assistant coaches are meant to be assistant coaches and or offensive coordinators. 
just like some quarterbacks aren't meant to be backups, right? Gardner Mitch too, Baker Mayfield, they're not starting quarterbacks. They're good, very good backups. That is maybe Kevin Skavansky and Nathaniel Hackett. Very good assistant coaches, very good coordinators, just not meant to be head coaches. All right, well, let's go into this. I get nothing but respect for Nathaniel Hackett as an offensive coordinator. Um, You know, it is interesting because everyone's talking about the Angels taking Otani off the trading block. And my when I, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, in order for this to be worth it, they have to make the playoffs. They're in there. It's, it's possible. It very is there. I think they're three games out of the wild card. But for this to be worth it, they have to make the playoffs. And that was my original thought. So people are focusing on the Angels. Obviously, a general manager or a owner in that system did not want the resume of trading who what I think is the greatest baseball player we've seen in the last three decades, uh, maybe the second best baseball player we've seen ever, uh, that's certainly top five, uh, trade being trading that person. But I, I, and I made this argument before, are you, do you want to trade him, get a ton of young prospects, maybe a superstar in there, or do you want to let him walk, right? That's what the Lakers are. That's the conversation they're probably going to have here in a year. Do you let LeBron walk or do you try to trade him? Because you know he's going to want to play with his son. So I, I always thought that was very interesting. So people are focusing on the Angels. I'm focusing on a couple teams. Giants, Yankees, Astros. Because and you got Yankee fans... Ask yourself this tonight or this today. Are you better than the Blue Jays even if Aaron Judge comes back? No. Are you better than the Baltimore Orioles if Aaron, when? Well, Aaron Judge is back now. Now that Aaron Judge is back. No. Are you better than the Tampa Bay Rays if, well, now that Aaron Judge is back? No. Now, I will say this. I think the Yankees are better than the Boston Red Sox. I I've, I really do. But you're not better than Toronto. You're not better than Tampa. And you're not better than Baltimore. So the best you finish in that division is fourth. By the way, probably the toughest division in baseball. Now, with Otani providing you're able to keep Judge Cole and Otani, with those three, are you better than the Blue Jays? Yes. Are you better than Tampa? I think yes. Are you better than Baltimore? Baltimore's a younger team. I would say yes. So that is, is the effect. Now, I did say this, or I did think this. When the Ange if the Angels would have traded Otani... If if they would have traded Otani to let's say the Giants, Dodgers just got crushed because you I mean completely 
bottom out because they saved for Otani. Now, uh, again, I well, Otani goes in free agency. I think it will either be the Giants or the Dodgers. My guess is probably the Giants, San Francisco, big city, big. And I know L.A. is a big market, too. But he was never going to be a Dodger. I mean, Dodgers fans can think, oh, they want the Angels are not going to trade him across the street. It's not just like the Clippers will not trade a player to the Lakers. Lakers will not trade a player to the Clippers. It will not happen. Um, but I, I always thought of that. So now that Otani is off the trading block, Yankees aren't better than the Blue Jays or the Orioles or the Rays, and the Dodgers are a happy club. So now, And the Angels, in order to make this worth it, have to make the playoffs. And will they? It's, it's it's tough. It's tough. And the Mets or the Astros, those two teams in particular, if they got him. Mets are just trying to keep up with the Braves. That's that's not happening. My guess is Atlanta wins it all this year. I, and um, the Astros are in a lot of trouble because the I, I read something just the other day. Astros, Phillies, Yankees, Padres not making the playoffs huge play payrolls so you know it it is interesting but i i when i first saw that everyone said my in my first what i first thought was angels have to make the playoffs they have to make this at least this season worth their wild and now i'm saying now that he they pulled him and then i thought later wow what did this this is just changed baseball because now the Yankees are the fourth best team in their division. Dodgers are happy, and the Giants are now in a fight for Otani. Or if they traded him, you know, maybe he would have hung around San Francisco. But I can tell you the Dodgers are going to be tough to outbid. Dodgers are going to be tough to outbid. Uh, so my guess is he ends up either a Giant or a Dodger, and we'll see, we'll, we'll see from there. All right, well, uh, let me tell you real quick about creative music entertainment. No breaking news of the day. Um, but let me tell you real quick about creative music entertainment. Uh, lessons and classes, they do music, voice, piano, guitar, brass, ukulele, violin, and songwriting. Arts, they do drawing and painting, acting, and public speaking, languages, Japanese, Korean, Italian, French, and seven more. Services, life coaching, DJing services, and more. Uh, for more information, please call 757 236 2609. That was 757 236 2609. Or visit them at www.creativemusicva.net. Creative Music Entertainment. Truly a great company. Check them out today. All right. Well, coming up here on the Carson's Court Show, people, it's interesting because the NFL is one day the f- the first preseason game is tomorrow night Browns and Jets in Canton, Ohio a nice hall of fame just beautiful was there um and um so you got that right and uh that's interesting enough but here's what's interesting too the Jets have a decision to make Rodgers or no Rodgers? I'm going to tell you what I think. He's injury-prone. Typically, I'm against playing injury-prone older athletes. I said don't play Brady last year. Don't 
play Ben in all those years or Philip Rivers usually or Andrew Luck. Usually I'm against playing injury-prone players in the preseason. However, this is a major change in Aaron Rodgers' career. I'll go over that next. Also, um, so I this is interesting. So I there's one team in the AFC, a lot of old football today. I'll get basketball and tomorrow. I'll just kind of wait. And, you know, Damian Lillard gonna obviously be a Heat or Sixer. Um, so you know, as soon as that comes out, uh, which I think will be. If I'm if I'm the Heat, I want to get this done real quick. But I think it'll be at least till mid September, maybe before we get this trade. Um, but I think Portland's holding out. Uh, but so you know that. But anyway, um, so and and here's the other thing. There's one team in the AFC. I said this all along. Maybe two, maybe three, three teams in the AFC that are very kind of I think overrated. You know, two of them. Uh, and then three teams that I think are very underrated. Uh, I made that very clear in the AFC. But I'm going to do the same thing in the NFC. Three teams that I think are overrated and three teams that I think, look out, they could easily go 8, 9, 10 wins. I'm going to talk about that next. It's the Carson's Court Show. By the way, that Sean Payton quote was came by USA Today. Uh, it is interesting because I do feel like it's a – New presence in the Broncos locker room. Carson's Court Show in Virginia Beach. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Final segment of the day still to come. Uh, Portland is sitting on Damian Lillard. What does that mean? So, you know, at the beginning, I don't know, about a month ago, I gave my predictions for the playoffs in the NFL. One seed in the AFC was Jacksonville, then Cincinnati, then the Chiefs, uh, then the Dolphins. The fourth, uh, the, the fifth seed Bills, six seed Chargers, seven seed Stillers. In the NFC, number one seed was the Philadelphia Eagles, two seed San Francisco 49ers, three seed Detroit Lions, fourth seed New Orleans Saints, fifth seed would be the Dallas Cowboys, sixth seed the Carolina Panthers, and the seventh seed the Seattle Seahawks. Those were my teams. Um, you know, if providing injury in the Training camp, I'll change it up a little, maybe potentially a little bit. But right now, as we sit here, those are what we're going with. Rams, I think, are in it till the end. Uh, but that's what I made. Vikings, too. But that is what I'm going with. Um, but, you know, providing there's not a major in, in injury in the training camp or preseason. But this is what I find interesting is notice the New York Jets are not in there. And I, you know, I talked a lot about the Jets last segment. I think they're a seven ten record team. I don't love Aaron Rodgers right now in his career. I think he certainly was at his peak, and they didn't they they didn't win a Super Bowl. That was in a weak NFC where you only had to worry about Philadelphia, San Francisco for the longest time, um, and uh, they just they and the Rams were good. That was about it. They could not win a Super Bowl. Only in twenty eleven did they burst through the wall. But I don't buy the Jets. That's not the only reason. He didn't like young receivers in Green Bay. What does he have in the Jets? Younger receivers. So I just don't buy into the uh, into the Jets this year at all. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is well past his peak. I'm not sure about the coach. Um, uh, the young receivers is a much tougher division than he's used to. Maybe the toughest division he's ever played in. 
toughest conference he's ever played in. The AFC is about two or three times harder than the NFC. Uh, so many reasons I don't buy the Jets, but they are on post uh, are on um, hard knocks this year. And what do hard knock teams usually have in common? They're interesting. They're noisy. That fits the Jets perfect. Interesting team. They're going to be better. A lot of people think they'll be good. Uh, there's there's a filling in the room that they might be a playoff team, and I think they're maybe in it till the end, but I don't think they make it. And that is what Hard Knocks is about, and that is the Jets. Look at the past few years. Interesting, noisy, okay teams were Hard Knocks, right? Raiders a few years ago. Very interesting, noisy. John Gruden didn't make the playoffs. Derek Carr moved to Vegas. Noisy, distracting, interesting, but just not good. That's the Jets. Noisy, very interesting. There's a filling in the room. Aaron Rodgers is in town. Finally got a superstar quarterback. But you're in a tough division with a tough conference. A lot of teams that I think have a better roster, a better coach. And I just think the Jets miss out. It's the Carson's Court Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show final segment of the day. Here we go. Um, So I've I've said this for a a few weeks now. Three teams underrated in the AFC. Easy, Pittsburgh, Miami. And I really think... uh, that Pittsburgh, Miami, and I don't know if this is very considered underrated, but I think Jacksonville has the potential to be really, really good this year. Um, and, I mean, when I say good, 12, 13 wins. It's a very weak division, for one, uh, and, and they get a few scheduling breaks, I think. I mean, that's you can easily get two wins out of the Colts. So, you know, and now let's, so I think I made that very clear. Three overrated teams, I think are very clear. They're almost all in the same division. Buffalo, the Jets, Browns. Uh, I think the Browns people are very high on the Browns. I'm saying why? Deshaun Watson missed a year and a half. Unproven head coach and Kevin Skavansky. Uh, So there you go. Uh, the Jets, I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers is a great fit at this point in his career. You made this trade, you know. Um, and, and then, of course, Buffalo, they're way too one-dimensional, way too reliant on Josh Allen. I think by the time the playoffs roll around, he's going to be, you know. So th- those are the three that are very, I think, uh, overrated. I just don't don't trust those three, Buffalo, Jets, Browns. I do think Pittsburgh, the Dolphins, and... Um, and again, Jacksonville, most people expect them to win the division, make the playoffs, but I think, so there you go. Um, and now let's, let's go to the NFC because I, I think I made one very clear that is underrated kind of Detroit. I think they make the playoffs. I think they could win a game in the playoffs. This is a very good Detroit Lions team. Uh, I do trust Jared Goff and I, what I've seen from Matt Campbell, great head coach, uh, I mean, this is a team that turned around basically overnight last year and started to almost make a push for the playoffs under Dan Campbell. I do think that Detroit has the potential to make the playoffs win a game or two. Uh, so Detroit, I think, is very underrated. I think they win the division, win a couple games. 
Now, here's another team for you that's underrated is the Green Bay Packers. Listen, I, I believe that the Green Bay Packers would not have traded Aaron Rodgers if they didn't think Jordan Love was good. Now, I'm not saying the Packers are making the playoffs because I don't know if they will. But the, the, the sense of saying that they're going to finish well uh, just below, I think they're 9-18. I think the Packers are nine and eight team. I think they finished second in the division. I just don't know if that's good enough for the playoffs. So there you go. And finally, uh, and and look, I trust this coach. Again, these are underrated teams in the NFC: Detroit, Green Bay. I trust this coach a lot. That is uh, the, and it's very simple: um, Seattle Seahawks. I mean, look, I understand people think they'll take steps back, and I think they might take a step back. But the NFC is so weak that taking a step back is still a playoff team. Uh, I don't think they'll be as good as last year. I don't know if Geno Smith will be as good as last year. But I trust Pete Carroll. I trust the Seattle Seahawks offense. You have two receivers and a tight end that I really like. Um I kind of, I plus a somewhat, there's a couple good defensive players I like. A Witherspoon from Illinois, the rookie corner. I think he's a great corner, probably the best in that draft last year. I also did like Joey Porter Jr., who went to Pittsburgh. But I think Seattle was very underrated. Now let's talk about the overrated teams. Uh, Let's start out, or should we start Minnesota? Look, I don't trust the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback, excellent quarterback. But I, they, again, they, it's the, the concern of no running game. Uh, plus, Jordan Addison has already gotten into trouble. What did I say? Drama-rid teams or very noisy teams. I, I don't care if it's a speeding ticket. They can somewhat, that changes the locker room, especially a rookie. So that concerns me. I just don't know if Minnesota has the pieces that they did last year to make a run. So Minnesota, I do like them. I think they're finished somewhere around 8-9, and 9-8. Nine, nine and eight. Um, but I just think they're very overrated. Uh, here's another one for you, and and is the New York Giants. Now, they've kind of come back to earth on a lot of talks, but the Dallas is better, right? The Cowboys are better. The Eagles are a lot better, and the locker room is so cracked right now with the whole Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones talks. Uh I, I don't know what to think of the Giants anymore. I think they finished. I think they're a seven and ten team. I think that's what the Giants have turned into. Maybe six and eleven. You think it's crazy? It's not. The locker room's a mess. Saquon Barkley, your best player, is upset. What receiver do I really love? I don't know. I'm iffy on the quarterback. I do like the coach. I'm and I the ownership. I'm iffy on the defense. There's not one position outside of running back who. Oh, that's right. You ticked them off. That I think is just an incredible top three position it's just i don't i don't see it so i think the giants go six and eleven i think it's a terrible year and i i I, we'll see what happens with saquon uh the locker room is a complete disaster giants are very and now again since saquon they've come back down to earth but i think they're very overrated and finally here's my last overrated team the los angeles rams listen i i do like cooper cup and i like and i like sean mcveigh i like the ownership i like the defensive players but this idea that Matthew Stafford is going to come out of with an elbow injury and look great, I, I, that's my concern. Matthew Stafford's older. He's a good quarterback. He had an injury. We'll see what happens. Cooper Cup, I absolutely love. And I do like the running game with a little bit with, with Aiden. 
but I do worry, and the defense is great, right? Aaron Donald. But to me, they feel like a third-place team in that division. I don't trust them. Uh, I don't trust Matthew Stafford coming off this injury. I'm sorry. I, I, it's something you have to see, right? If, the, if Matthew Stafford looks like Matthew Stafford uh, two or three years ago, then okay. Maybe they're better than Seattle. But I know what I get from Geno Smith. I know what I get from the receivers. I know what I get from Noah Faint, their tight end. They have a few good defensive pieces I like. I thought they had a very good draft. So, so I think Seattle finishes above them. So there you go. Underrated Detroit. I think, folks, I think Detroit, third best team in the NFC behind San Francisco, who I really like. I think San Francisco, keep your eye on San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl and Philadelphia. Behind those two, I think Detroit's the third best team in the NFC. I do like New Orleans, but I don't think anyone in the NFC South is going to make a big run. I do like Dallas. Folks, people are so upset with, with Dallas for cutting Zeke. I'm like, why? I mean, you got a – now, I don't love Dak, and I don't love Mike McCarthy, but you have a very good – I think a very good running back uh, there. I think Dallas will be okay, 9-8, and 10-7 and seven team. That's what the Cowboys are. Second place, Giants are a mess. Commanders are rebuilding. It's, it's good. All right, well, thank you for listening to the Carson's Court Show today. For the final time, we're live in Virginia Beach. I do not own the copyrights to the final countdown by Europe, which is our intro song. Thanks, and have a great day, everyone. Talk tomorrow. It's the Carson's Court Show.